to favourite songs by the podcast where two friends and music industry professionals break down our favourite songs by Desert Island all time top five by our favourite artists are as follows to create our own ultimate best ofs playlists we're your hosts Nicole Pruch and Kit Atkinson alright here we are uh, fourth episode of favourite songs by Kit, do you want to hang s- this? <laughs> <laughs> sort of. Um, do you want to intro our uh, favorite songs by artists for today? I do. I do indeed. It would be my honor. Like a virgin, Papa don't preach. Respect, Vogue, express yourself. Yes, music fans. Today we're talking about your material girl, the woman in a league of her own, the one and only Madonna. Did you like that? Controversial and groundbreaking throughout her career, Madonna remains the most successful female musician of all time. Born in Bay City, Michigan in 1958, Madonna Louise Ciccone was raised in the Detroit suburbs and tragically lost her mother to breast cancer at a young age. Beginning her career as a dancer, Madonna relocated to New York in 1978, where she became a touring backup dancer and singer before starting in her own bands and eventually going solo. It was a wise decision as she was signed to Sire Records soon after and her debut self-titled album released in 1983 went top 10 and achieved three top 10 singles, Holiday, Borderline and Lucky Star. She never looked back. With her mix of edgy hit songs and provocative music videos, MTV proclaimed her as Artist of the Decade. Her third album, True Blue, became the best-selling album by a woman of all time and was followed by Like a Prayer, with video clips full of Catholic symbols, cross-burning and sex with saints. Appearances in films such as Desperately Seeking Susan, Who's That Girl, Dick Tracy, A League of Their Own and Davida solidified her as a global star, not to mention the successful and highly controversial tour documentary film In Bed with Madonna or Truth or Dare if you're in North America, which chronicled her blonde ambition tour and became the highest grossing doco of all time. She's worked with a who's who of producers, including Prince, Nile Rodgers, William Orbit, Lenny Kravitz, The Neptunes, Missy Elliott, Justin Timberlake, Avicii, Diplo, Kanye West, and Timberland. Throughout her career, she's continuously broken boundaries and reinvented herself, with albums Ray of Light, Music, and even her recent Madam X, all proving to be highly successful comebacks. From music, dance, fashion, film and business, she's proven unstoppable with every move. But simply, Madonna changed the game by reinventing pop culture forever and continues to be an influential reference for emerging artists today. She currently holds the record for the most top 10 hits of all time and is the highest charting female musician and highest grossing female touring musician in history. She was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame by Justin Timberlake in 2008. She is an icon. She is Madonna. Woo! Round of applause. That was good. <laughs> These are getting hey. longer, aren't they? <laughs> they are. We're really, really getting diving in deep now. Um, that was good, though. There was a lot in there. This is such a good career. It's such an interesting career. It goes so many ways, and I really can't wait to start ripping out our favorite songs from this one rules recap one we'll go through the album releases in chronological order two the artist must be featured on the recordings three there must be no more than 12 songs on the final list the first album was in 1983 self-titled madonna all right i've got four songs that i really like but i'm 
going to pick three off it. Holiday, Lucky Star, and Borderline. I really love Burning Up, but going through my very extensive list of songs that I've got, I kind of thought that's probably one that I can give up easily. So Lucky Star, Borderline, Holiday, they're my three favourites off this classic album. Such a good debut album. So I ended up with Borderline and Holiday. Okay, on mine. Lucky Star. I had Lucky Star on there, and then at the last minute I took it off to shorten my list. Mm, okay, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, so. I think Holiday is incredibly important, especially because to make that a hit, she did so many different versions and remixes of it to make it quite groundbreaking. And there's not many artists that would really go to those lengths when you're starting off your career. Like, she was so edgy and realised the importance of getting a song right and also not afraid to experiment with things at an early stage. Um, so, yeah, I think a song like Holiday is really key. And you mentioned Burning Up, too. That was, was Burning Up her very first... First single. Single, yeah, yeah that she wrote and... Yeah, but Holiday was the one that, that cracked it, really. Right. right. And she, yeah, as I said, she was getting it remixed all around town. She wasn't prepared to sit on her laurels with it and, um, yeah, made sure that, you know, when it came out, there was nothing else like it on the market, so... And at this time, she was going around the club scene in New York and trying to get her music in front of DJs to play in the clubs there at this time. Yeah, I really like that that aspect of it. Like, when you go back and... Like, I was at the Basquiat exhibition the other day and she's in all the photos of all the parties and stuff. Like, she was someone really of of that time and of that culture. You know, even before she was huge, she was just really edgy and, you know, she obviously really brought something to the table. All right, so we have two that we agree on for Madonna. We have Borderline yep. and Holiday. I don't think Lucky Star is ruled out just yet. <laughs> All right, well, you that's on yours. Ah. All right, so moving on to the 1984 release, Like a Virgin. What do you have on this one? Well, I think it's important to note this one was produced by Niall Rogers. Oh, yeah. I love, and I love the fact that she she had him as a producer on a second album. Um, my picks off this one, I reckon you're going to be the same. Material Girl, Like a Virgin, and Into the Groove. Cool. Yeah, so I also... Oh, so we do have two that match on this album. I have Material Girl and Like a Virgin. I also have Dress You Up. The reason I don't have Into the Groove is because that was never on the US and American release of Like a Virgin. So yeah, I have, it's not, on, it's on my list somewhere else in this, uh, you know, in the discography, but it's, I wasn't on that album over yeah, here. Th- I found that really fascinating when I was doing my research into this, in that, because I, I was listening on title to all the albums and I was mm. like, where's Into the Groove? And then I looked back and I was like, it wasn't released on any North American album. What the hell? Yeah. It, it was so like a worldwide release. Yes, but not. On the North American release, which, no. like, I love this song. Into the Groove is amazing. I can tell you a very funny story about how when I was in primary school, we all had to, it, we were like a toy shop that came alive and I was the spider, a toy spider. And anyway, long story short, um, as part of my spider costume, I had I was borrowing my, my mum's black stockings, um, which, <laughs> which, were, which you couldn't see through. But then, for some reason, I accidentally picked up the wrong stockings on the way out of home on the day of the show, and everyone got to see me in see-through black 
stockings with Ninja Turtle mm. underpants. I've never let oh. it down. <laughs> but how does that – wait, how does that have to do with Into the Groove? That was the song that we were dancing oh. to. Oh. <laughs> Are you just using this as an opportunity to tell this story about you wearing tights? Oh. Gotcha. Okay. That's also hilarious on in its own that you were that young and in a school play dancing to Into the Group. Oh, amazing. So I think for sentimental reasons, we've got to have it in. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So funny. Back to business here. Right, so we right. agree on Material Girl and Like a Virgin. All right. So moving on to the third album, 1986 release, True Blue. What a great album. With producers Stephen Bray and Patrick Leonard, who she did a lot of work with in her career. Um, but this was a great album. And Stephen Bray was her drummer from, like, the beginning, too. Ooh, so that. That's Yeah, I think he was her, her drummer on... Like when she was in bands previous yeah, to going bands, out on yeah. her own. And then she brought him back for some of these later projects. That's cool. And That's he cool. helped produce Respect. and write and all that, all that good stuff. What so. did you have off this one? So I have Papa Don't Preach, Open Your Heart, and La Isla Bonita. Okay, what about Live to Tell? I, again, like... Not, not my favorite right. off this album. Okay, I feel you. Uh, I had Papa Don't Preach, Live to Tell, and La Isla Bonita. Yes, um, I'm so I glad. Also had, I had Open Your Heart. I did have an asterisk, and then I took it off. And As I, meaning I like chose you weren't to have, sure Yeah, on I one? chose to have Live to Tell instead of Open Your Heart. Mm. Both very good songs, though, and both worthy of inclusion. So it is a tricky one. That um, is a tricky one. So that's something to think about. But like, I really do like, like open your heart. I oh, I'm so glad you said that. I actually wasn't sure when I was putting this on my list. I'm like, I don't know if Kid's gonna give me crap no, for this that's one. A, that's a key or... kind of the the the, flo, the flamenco kind of vibe na, of it. Na, like, na, na. Uh, you gotta yeah. have it in. And I was lucky enough to get to go to uh, Belize, where that that song is about. It's about there, and so they I've have like little signs. I didn't know that. Oh man. Yeah, it's like one of the little islands um, off of Belize. It's, Did you go to the island? Song about it. Yeah, we stayed on the island. I think it, oh, yeah, San Pedro. I hate you. <laughs> I'm uh, going there next time. <laughs> so that's a fun little fun little fact. But um, okay, cool. Papa don't preach and La Isla Bonita. I'm glad we're at least on the same page on on those ones. Yeah, look, our, our tastes are really aligning on on this. Uh, what about Like a Prayer? 1989. Bray and Lena were on this. And Prince came into the picture as well, which is okay. great. Oh, God, so excited. Well, okay, but you, I, I also have another album on my list. I have, oh, the oh. You Can, I have the You Can Dance remix album from 1987. You took one off the remixes album? Well, this is why. Yeah, I did. And I wasn't expecting to, but I went back and re-listened and tried to make sure I had the right one. Mm-hmm. This is where my Into the Groove comes into, the play, into play. The Shep Pettibone remix is really cool. It's like eight minute long dance remixed into the groove. Does it start with the lyrics? Uh, you can dance for inspiration. Come on, I'm waiting. Yeah. And then it, there's like a little like break. There's like a little break in there. You can dance, dance, dance. I can't really sing it, but you know, she like, there's like a lot of little breaks going on. Okay, cool, cool. I can madly respect that. Um, all right. Well, I, well, And I didn't think I would choose a remix song either. Um, we could even, you know, we could even do a little asterisk on this one, and like, you know, maybe you have thirteen songs if you have the original and the remix. Oh, that you know could be I mean? fun. 
Yeah, because yeah, we fun. both agree. We both agree on it. Yeah, and yeah, they're it's... both they're different, and I think they're both worthy. Do Do you agree that Into the Groove is by far and away one of her best songs? Though, like, oh, for sure. Songs. There's yeah, no great. doubting that. Two Into great the Groove is on the list. Line here. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna keep both Into the Grooves for now. We'll see okay. where we end up. We've got and a long yes, way she to did go. have a lot of remix albums, didn't she? She, so that was the funny thing about like going back through everything that I guess for some reason I didn't really realize before, but she had so, I mean, she started out that way though. Like she started out doing like dance club songs at the very beginning of her career. And we'll talk about that later as well on one of her albums. um, She was still trying to really be in the club scene um, when when another artist came in, but but we'll bring that up We can later. get to that. And yeah, yeah. and then she, like a lot of her, at the end of her earlier releases, she always would have like one or two dance remixes to some of her songs at the end of them, which, yeah, I just, I mean, props to her. She was trying to do this from the start. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay, well, I had from Like a Prayer, Like a Prayer, Express Yourself and Cherish. I, I also really love Love Song for the, for the Prince backing vocals on it. They're insane. Those are the exact four that I have. So we completely match on that one. Oh my God. It's such a freaking good album. Like a prayer, express yourself, love song and cherish, man. And they're all, they're all different too. The cheesiness of cherish. It's so cute. I, I do. I love it. It's very sweet. Okay. So moving on. So after like a prayer, I have the I'm breathless soundtrack from 1990 on my list. Yep. Yep. Which is a pretty cool soundtrack, actually, when you factor it in. It's pretty cool, but I feel like there is one front runner that we might both agree on. And what might that be? Uh, Vogue. Uh, yes. So good. <laughs> God, it's so good. However, you do know me, and you do know I do like a bit of hanky-panky. <laughs> Although, I'm not including it, but I did have it as special consideration. Oh, my goodness. Because well, it's I just don't... a great track. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember that I... in the movie? It's so good. Hanky panky. It's, so oh, mm, I, mm, there were so many problematic things when I went back and re-listened to that <laughs> so But, track. look, yeah, at the end of the day, Vogue, oh, what a moment in her career. Like, I feel like that song just just made her the biggest thing like she was already like there but it's cemented it just made her such an icon it really did I feel like all of her writing partners and like producers I don't know they're just because you can see like a pattern on a lot of these where you know now Rogers was obviously really great at the beginning of her career and Jellybean and then she moved you know then she has Stephen Bray in there Patrick Leonard but then she gets to Shep Pettibone and I think it just really brought out this like different I don't know. Really cool, more dance vibes that were huge. I think that's where Madonna's real genius side comes out, is her, like, her real, you know, her daring choice of producers. Like, she's not afraid to go somewhere else. She's not afraid to, you know, do something brave. Like, take a chance on on producers and, you know, really try and push her sound. And, you know, every time it made her ahead of the pack. For sure. And I think... Leading into, I mean, that's a great segue into our next album, Bedtime Stories from 1994. Yep. She has a whole different mix of writers and producers on this one. However, that's not the next album. Oh, no, what did I skip? Maybe I just didn't put anything for the next one. 
So the next one is the Immaculate Collection in 1990. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, and for me, like, there's two great tracks off that, and one of them I've chosen uh, being Justify My Love, which is produced by Lenny Kravitz. Such a good song, oh. such a good film clip. And I think one thing we really need to mention is that Madonna's film clips was such a such a core part of of her music, you know, of getting it out there. She dominated MTV. Um, you know, her image was huge. Um, that was so risque. They were just really daring. You know, she was doing videos that people were not prepared to do. Oh, yeah. And it was just, it was so cool. Um, but, yeah, I've got Justify My Love from the Immaculate Collection. Um, Rescue Me was also a great song off this. I think they were the two new singles that she put on that collection. But, yeah, Justify My Love, very cool. One note about this album, too, is that is where the first release of Into the Groove, the non-dance remix version in the U.S., is where we saw that one. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's so all, you had nothing so off that? I didn't, and I don't... I, I went back and listened to Justify My Love, um, and I just didn't, never really was into it. I don't love it. And that film clip, though, man, that's racy. It's a, it's a really it's racy film clip. incredibly racy. But I think that's what I loved about it. I was like, you know, in the well, 90s, of course I was you. Like how, how old watching it going like, what the? <laughs> yeah, how old were you in 1990? I was nine years old yeah, in 1990. Yeah, so no wonder why you love that song and love that film clip. My goodness. Erotica was 1992. Um, she had Petty Bone and Andrew Betts producing this. Um, I took two tracks off this. Mm. I've actually got five listed. But I, <laughs> I went for two. Um, one being Deeper and Deeper mm. and the other being Rain. Um, I also had Erotica, Waiting and Secret Garden all as wow. you know, all noted in there. But I just went for Deeper and Deeper and Rain as my choices. I mean, Erotica is a great song. I didn't have have any any from Erotica. I think I was probably one of the more like humble, like, I don't know if I like this part of Madonna. But I do like Deeper and Deeper. I just didn't put it on there. I do, I do, I thought about it, but I didn't end up adding it. I did not know you were such a big fan of this album. Um, Yeah. I just don't have it. Right, okay. But I do have some in the same vein coming up, like that kind of. Bedtime Stories, 1994. What can you tell me about that? Um, So I have four off this... No, I have three off this album. I have Secret... Producers were were Dallas Austin, Babyface, Dave Jamhall, Nelly Hooper. Yeah. I mean, great lineup here. Fire away, sorry. So I have Secret, Human Nature, and Take a Bow. Okay. Good good thoughts there. I also had Secret and Human Nature. Um, The three songs that I had as considerations in there were... I'd Rather Be Your Lover. It's a very cool song. <laughs> Take a, a Bow. And also the Bjork collaboration, Bedtime Story. So that she was a co-wrote, Bjork? Oh, go, yeah. go for it. So she co-wrote this song with Bjork. Um, she was basically trying to capture the club scene of the time. In her career at, at the time of Bedtime Stories, people were starting to criticise her a bit for being a bit you know, old hat and all that, because she had been around for a while. Um, so she was trying to really, you know, get the cutting edge, and this was a way in, uh, you know, a great collaboration, a really cool song. Um, but 
the same time, I only chose two off this album, and that didn't end up being one of my choices. So, Secret and Human Nature. Are the oh ones I man, go with. I am gonna have to really fight for Take a Bow because that song. Mm. Oh, I can't not have that on my like on my final list. It's it's a very good song. I'll oh, give it's you that. so good. That and that was with Babyface, was a writer and producer on that, along with yeah. Madonna. Yeah. Um, and that film clip too. Did you watch that one? I remember uh, I don't that think one I, I so. I my research. Vi- oh, I, that one I remembered so like vividly from childhood. It's like her at the bullfight, and like, like the with the bullfighter. No. Oh, go back, yeah, go back and watch it. Fu- yep, yep. I know, I know what you mean. It's I just like so classic, yep. Madonna. I don't know. I I love that song, so I might have to fight you for that one later. Fair enough. List it down. Duly noted. <laughs> Something to remember was in uh, 1995, and this is a really interesting album. It was this, you know, just the title alone, Something to Remember, mm-hmm. just it was a complete indication that she was about to go right off script and change her image. Um, and she it was basically like pieced together with some new songs and also like old singles that hadn't actually been on albums, such as crazy for you which was originally released in 1985 on the vision quest soundtrack 10 years prior this is crazy 10 years prior and it was her second number one in 1985 um and it also gave her her first grammy nomination for the best female pop vocal Mm. so pretty impressive when you think about it um that one i selected off this album i also selected a song and I need to make a little note after this, but I selected This Used to Be My Playground off A League <laughs> of Their Own soundtrack mm-hmm. from 1992. Also, our producer, Mike Santos, um, asked if he could put a word in on this one. He also <laughs> For used to he be said my playground? If, he, if he's ever going to have one vote on any song out of anything we do, it has to be This Used to Be My Playground. <laughs> so... <laughs> really? So put... Put a little extra star next to this used to be my playground. Both Mike and I really want this one in. Just for nostalgia's sake, at least. I love that song. I love that movie. I love that movie. You know, look, I get you music fans. It's a bit corny. I I get that. But I just think it's it's such a cool song. I love it. All right. (laughs) So I have a definite yes on Crazy For You. I mean, yes. that song just freaking yes. cuts through the heart, man. It's one of and the best ones. And it's also a club song, isn't it? Oh, it's That's just... Cool. Oh, it's so cool. And it's crazy that, like, yeah, it took about 10 years for people to, like, remember it and, like, for it to see the light of day. So that's amazing. I remember when I was a kid because I would watch A League of Their Own all the time because I played softball and that was, like... I loved that movie. And I remember this used to be my playground, like, really fondly. But I went back and listened to it, and I was like, not as good. Not as good as I remember it. (laughs) Not as great. So it did not make it onto my list. Wow. Okay. Okay. But I think if Mike feels that strongly about it and he hasn't chimed in thus far... It's a consideration because it has you to also be a really like consideration. it. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. And I also have like the fond memories of that song and like that music video and watching that movie. Yeah. But this yeah. time around, it didn't make it for me. Put it this way, I think it was definitely her biggest soundtrack song. Uh, maybe there's another one coming up though. 
All right. Okay, well, <laughs> did you have anything off Evita? 1996. I did. Soundtrack. I had Don't Cry For Me, Argentina. No. <laughs> <laughs> the other note Mike said to say was do not put anything on Evita. <laughs> Why are we listening to Mike? I remember going and watching that in the theatre. Yeah. And like I, loving I, it. Know, I don't want to include that in my favourite songs by Madonna. Why not? I mean, it was I a huge I part just... of her career. That movie was massive. It wasn't. It just wasn't my one of my favorite moments of her career, and I, you know, like yeah, she had better songs. She, Madonna know. has better songs than "Don't Cry for Me, Argentina." I just think that I, it showcases like she was in so many movies, and she's it had this like musical side of her, like in being in it, musicals, and like it's yeah, like cinematic that, and great that if you had this in the middle of like our favorite songs by list, you'd be like, oh man, now there's like an orchestra and strings and this is like epic and it's like a showcase is another side of her. It's my opinion. You feel strongly about not having this one on there. Let's come back Correct. to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up, Ray of Light was in 1998. I'm excited about this album. Uh, William Orbit, I was a massive fan of him before mm. this album. Uh, his solo, you know, his own own work was incredible. He'd, he'd just done an amazing techno album. The two songs that I've got off this, and remember this was her breakthrough, like kind of her comeback, her change of image. It was, yeah. It, it was hard to know if it was even Madonna. Um, Ray of Light and Frozen were the two tracks that mm. I chose off this mm. album. Good ones. Yeah, I definite, Ray of Light is a definite yes for me. It's a great, it's just an amazing song. The production's incredible. It yep. really is. It's so cool. And I went back and watched the music video for it too. And I was like, oh yeah, I remember this. Like, yeah. this is so cool. So night, like so nineties, um, late nineties with her like baggy pants. Um, Frozen, I didn't include it. It's not one of my favorites. I think it's a good song, but I don't, I don't think I like need it on my list. But I, again, I can understand that. Yep. Yep. I, I, I am denied about including it, but I ended up going for it. But you know, there's probably a lot of songs earlier in her career that I would actually choose over it. So I, yeah, I kind of agree with you there. and this was yeah. such a big time. Like you, you said in your introduction too, with like MTV being a big part of her career, and like all these music videos. Like so many of these, when I think of the song, like I think of the music video. Well, and Frozen's and Frozen, one of those. I think is a great, great example. Like the, it was such a strong video. It was a real like Madonna's doing something else here. Um, the the interesting thing you were saying about Ray of Light video is that. The first time I saw the Ray of Light video, I didn't know it was Madonna. I thought it was some, like, crazy new artist. And I was like, who is this? This is amazing. Oh, wow. Like, I was just mind blown. I was like, who is this new artist? I got to find out. I kept seeing the video everywhere, but I kept <laughs> missing who the artist was. Yeah. And then when I found out it was Madonna, I was like, what? Yeah. And it just, like, it kind of made sense. That, like, of course it's Madonna. Like, only she could do something that great and out there and just you know ahead of her time like brilliant i feel like every time she reinvented herself it was like she really went for it and had a clear understanding of what she wanted it to look like and what she wanted it to sound like and i think that's why she just stands i don't think not a lot of artists can do that yeah. and this was a really big you know she came off of what the avita soundtrack and then and then ray of light came out and it was like whoa this is like future Madonna <laughs> you know, this is yeah. you know a, a big change and it felt really modern and really cool 
And then she did further work with William Orbit uh, in 1999 on the Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Read this song, Beautiful Stranger. I love this song so much. Did you pick it, though? I 100% picked it. I didn't. What? No, I love it. It's pretty cheesy. It's pretty commercial. And I think she's better than that. And I think the next album that she did in 2000 is why I didn't choose Beautiful Stranger. Should we delve into the next one? Wait, no, no, no. I want to back up a second on this Beautiful Stranger soundtrack. I think it was really cool for what it was. I mean, Austin Powers, was that the first Austin Powers movie? That was the second no, one. No, it was the, the second. Was and, massive. Yeah. And they were huge, and that whole series was huge. And I, it was sort of like, she came out with something that I thought was really cool and but like still felt cheesy like Austin Powers, but I think it still stands up. I, I really like it. Right. And so I'm gonna fight All for right. it. Alright, you fight for it, girl. Um <laughs> so music in two thousand. Uh she again had William Orbit on the decks as well as a name that you start seeing a lot on her production credits, Marway Amadzai. I don't know how to say I, it, but I'm you sure can just I just say Merway. I think he. I think he. I was from what I was reading. He goes by. You can just say Merway. Merway, kill Merway. <laughs> um, I chose. And by the way, this is a brilliant album. This is an incredible album, especially for you know she's reinvented the wheel. She's she's kind of come around again. But God, it's a good album. I remember it just being everywhere. But I chose music, and don't tell me. I chose don't tell me. I think it's a oh, great you didn't track. Music. I didn't. I kind of went back and forth. Um, yeah, I don't think that one stands up, like stands the test of time you as see, much. I think "Don't Tell I, Me" does. I, I agree in that it's really cheesy, but she had Ali G on the film clip, which is a genius <laughs> move. I think when you listen back to it, it's so Madonna. It's so just of that time. It was everywhere. This song, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I agree. It's cheesy. But the production on it is incredible, like incredible production. Just like it's a real ballsy track. Like I, I actually kind of love it going back to it. And I feel like you can't have like, you know, an ultimate like favourite songs by playlist without having music because initially when I was going into this, I thought I'm not going to include music. But when I, when I went through this album again, it's just a real beating heart of her comeback. I love it. Like, and I guess for you, you've gone with Beautiful Stranger. But for me, music is a real key part of that. I totally appreciate everything you're saying about that track. It just, I don't remember loving it as much, but Don't Tell Me is just... Oh, it's a bang. I mean, not like and we have film to... film clip? Oh, oh with the, the cowboys? Film clip. Oh, oh yes, man, yes, so yes. cool. <laughs> <laughs> just makes you get a, want to get up and yeehaw. Um, and she also, she, like that film clip, pretty much made country cool again. People were wearing country hats and stuff. Because Madonna had done this clip. Like, it was cool. I also really like what it feels like for a girl off this album. Mm-hmm. I left it off, but I really do like that song. It's That's really a good cool. Song too. I had a touching film clip as well. It's, it's, you know, worth a consideration. It is. I know. I took that one off at the last second. But Don't Tell Me, I think, is a definite yes. Well, shall we jump onto the next album, American Life in 2003 with uh, Mawe? On the decks again. Sure. Um, I didn't choose any off this, but notable songs off this are Die Another Day, uh, which obviously the Bond theme song. She's mm-hmm. she's in the uh, in the Cheryl Crow 
no <laughs> notoriety there. Um, we didn't plan Ameri- that either. We just, you know, everyone no, we yeah. talk about does a Bond film. <laughs> um, American Life and Hollywood. Um, I thought it's a fairly cheesy album. Like, you know, it's a good album, but it wasn't anything that a song jumped out and said, please keep me on your favourite songs by playlist. Yeah, I agree. I think the closest one for me would have been Hollywood, but meh, I, I didn't really... I just, yeah, right. yeah, I wasn't a huge on fan. Then. Did you have anything off the remixed and revisited album, uh, which followed this? Uh, no. Yeah, it wasn't that good. Um, no. So the next one was then that. Confessions on a Dance Floor, 2005, My Way Again. And actually, this is a really kick-ass album, um, especially, you know, for she's kind of reinvented herself for quite a while. I mean, music was back in 2000 and in 2005 she's become like, you know, another like kind of disco dance queen and just awesome, awesome sampling of classic songs of of ABBA in Hung Up um, Mm. as well as that cool song, Sorry. Um, They're the two I chose off, off this, Hung Up and Sorry. Great film clips too. Just real, like, when you listen to them, real stayer songs, really strong. Yeah, I actually didn't have anything off this album, but I do like Hung Up. Hung Up is a very good song. It is and really mean, cool. And I now that you're saying it, I'm like, gosh, should I have kept that on? You're embarrassed about leaving it off, aren't you? I, well, I mean... If we're talking about, like, trying to, you know, give a really good idea of her entire career... Yeah then I think including a song like Hung Up is, you know, is a nice way to do it. I think you're right. I'm going to agree with you on that. Thank you. Next album after this, what do we got? Is do you M- have anything off I'm Going to Tell You a Secret, Confessions Tour, or we just go straight into Hard Candy 2008? I think we go straight into Hard Candy, and I do not have anything off that album. It was produced by Neptune's Timberland, Timberlake, and Danya. Um... It's got four minutes, you know, the Justin Timberlake song. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is that therefore led to him inducting her into the Hall of Fame, which is important. Um, but aside from four minutes, I like Give It To Me a Miles Away, but I didn't choose anything off this album either. I agree. I didn't I didn't care for the album as a whole. Did you have anything off Celebration, The uh, which was, I think, Paul Oakenfold came into the fold for this a bit. Yeah, and what were there were some singles off that, right? It's, it's that were basically newer. yeah, it's like a greatest hits album, mm-hmm. similar to Immaculate Collection with a couple of extra singles on yeah. it. Yeah, um, um, I don't have anything songs. on my list for that one. Um, yeah, no, I didn't have any off that. So then we basically just go to MDNA, 2012. Um, I like the track "Give Me All Your Lovin'" with Nicki Minaj and MIA, mm. and I also just think it's very cool that she's collaborated with MIA. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Orbit was on this as well as Solvig. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I actually didn't pick any songs off this album yourself. Interesting. I think this was the year of the Grammy or the the Super Bowl, right? Where MIA flipped the camera off. They were yeah, like, doing, yeah, yeah, it was. Um, I do have a song off of this one. I have Turn Up the Radio, which is like a very like it feels a lot like because Martin Solvig did that Hello song. That was like huge yeah. around Europe. And it feels a lot like that. And he's one of the producers and writers on this. Um, and I don't know. It's just a really fun boppy track. You know, it's a good song. I, I agree on that. But I, 
didn't end up putting it down. I, I actually thought Give Me All Your Love was a bit cooler. Um, but, yeah. Give Me All Your Love cool. It didn't hook me, like, turn up the radio, though. Um, yeah. All right, so we don't agree on any of those. No. Rebel MDMA. Heart. 2015. Look at the look at the producer list of this. Avicii, Diplo, Kanye West, and heaps more. Um, Bitch on Madonna is cool just for the title. <laughs> and hold hold tight. You know it's a good song, but I didn't actually pick anything off this yourself. No, no. Then, I was let down by that album. Well, I guess and then to the last album, the most recent, 2019's Madame X. Uh, again with Mawai. Moai, Diplo, Farrah Williams, but I shouldn't pick any of this I don't have any either, and I really did give it a chance. Give it a good listen. It is a cool album. But I guess nothing really jumped out at me. Yeah, I felt like that too. I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, it's the sound is really cohesive and it sounds really interesting, and there's like a, you know, a theme and there's a whole thing going on, but I just didn't think it was her strongest. All right. Well, then I think we better go through what we've got. So we have Borderline, starting from the top. Borderline, Holiday, Material Girl, Like a Virgin, Papa Don't Preach, La Isla Bonita. We have Into the Groove plus Into the Groove Remix. Uh, so we'll count that as one. Uh, like a Prayer, Express Yourself, Love Song, Cherish, Vogue, Secret, Human Nature, Crazy for You, Ray of Light, uh, I have beautiful. I'm gonna fight for beautiful shit, but don't tell me. That's yep. that's how much was that? Eighteen. Yeah. One, two. And you three, also forgot five, to six, mention seven, this used eight, to be nine, in our playground. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, <laughs> 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. So we'd have 19 with this used to be my playground. Oh, this is gonna be really 20 hard. 20 if we had hung up. Yep. So I know what you mean. Yeah, and I'm gonna fight for Take a Bow because I cannot leave that off my favorite song. Is my Madonna list? No way can I leave that so off. So what is that? Twenty songs then? That's twenty one. <laughs> so what are we gonna do? We gotta be brutal right now. We really we have to be, be brutal. brutal. Go go through them again. Let's see if and let's say if it's shaky or not. Let's just go. Which okay. ones do we have to have in? Okay, Borderline. I feel like that's got to be in, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, Holiday. Holiday, it's a keeper. And are we saying no to Lucky Star? Which is a very It's cool not song. on my list. All right, and all right, okay. I don't think it's, I don't know. Yep. I feel like all against right. Borderline and Holiday, it's not as good. All right, sweet. Okay, then we have Material Girl and Like a Virgin. Got to keep them, yep. I feel like those two, one of those could go. I don't feel like on a favorite songs by, I don't know. I just couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't leave them I off. I get it. Okay. And then we have Into the Groove plus Into the Groove Remix. Yep. Obviously, we were like yep. loving that earlier. Uh, Papa Don't Preach and La Isla Bonita from True Blue. Oh, they're both very strong too. And I mean, we were talking about Open Your Heart and Live to Tell. But, um, you know, I, I think we're going to struggle. If this is the list that we've got, I think we're going to struggle to put them in. To put them in on the list? Yeah. But I, I'm not sure that... But I'm not sure that they'll we'll be able to get them in over the other songs. Oh, I feel like La Isla Bonita needs to be in. I feel like I could leave Papa Don't Preach. If we have Like a Virgin, I feel like we could get rid of Doc Papa Don't Preach because they're put, you know, put a little put a little question mark on Papa. But I, I actually feel like Papa's a pretty key moment of her career. Like I love that song. I think it's, it's a, a cool key song. moment. I don't feel like it's not my favorite. Like a prayer, express yourself. 
I mean, these are song. You know, these are such key songs. I'm feeling like it's going to be the later songs that are the ones we kind of trim down. Um, I mean, like a prayer, 100% has to be in. Yeah. Express yourself absolutely has to be in. Yeah. Yeah. The Prince duet love song, really, really Look, cool. I don't know if I'll be heartbroken if it's off of there. No, as much I think as it's I love off. Prince. Like I, I put, I mentioned it because I think it's so cool. Like his vocals on that are so perfect. It's just a great collaboration track. And she sounds However, amazing I, on it too. Yeah, it's it's just not as a song. It's not one of her greatest. I would say ditch it. Okay, so not love song, and then cherish. You see, I'm going to put I'd put a question mark on that. I think that can go. It's a really great song. I love it. But, you know, if we were saying, like, the top 30 songs, you know, like, absolutely I'd have it in, but I'm not sure it would make my top 12. I agree with you. I think we need to take it off because we got to right, be it's ruthless. Gone. It's okay. gone, I think, yep. Okay, and then we have, moving on, we have Vogue. Keeper. Absolute Keeper. keeper. And then we didn't, I didn't have anything from Erotica. Yeah. So we don't need to rego. Do we need to rego over would, that? And you wouldn't reconsider deeper and deeper i might just but it kind of depends on what we have on bedtime story because i feel like deeper and deeper yeah. is kind of in the same world as human nature and secret to me yeah. at least so um i kind of feel I, f- I feel like we might need to cut out like if we've got secret and human nature as well i kind of feel like maybe one of those needs to go and i would oh. i would say probably secret I think they're both really good. The reason I why I agree with you is because I feel like human nature is such a like political like mm. f yep. this. I'm a woman. This is how I am, and I and like I really appreciate what she was doing with that, and so I would yeah, want to leave that total in. Total statement song. Yeah. And secrets also really good though. Mm. But we can keep human nature then. We also have take a bow. Like I really need this song on my list. <laughs> I love it way too much to leave it off. Okay, leave, leave it on. And it's with baby I understand face. it's a really good song. Like, I do get that. So leave it in for now. Okay. Okay, moving on. So we have crazy. So something to remember. We have crazy for you. Crazy for you for me is a total lock. And then this used to be my playground for you and Mike. I really, and, and I, me. I, I do feel pretty strongly okay. about including that. But, you know, I think it's got to have a question mark on it if you're feeling that you don't think it deserves I really I'm like torn on that one I'm torn on that one you're you're Natalie Imbruglia on that one (laughs) exactly (laughs) I'm all out of faith um all right all right let's do a question mark on that one come back to it okay any question mark on Avita, please? I it's okay. We can skip it. We have way too many on our list already. I give you that. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. And I'm I'm I did only not want that on. I'm only doing that because I got take a bow. So I'm okay, appreciative great. and grateful. Great. I'd, so I'd love I can your get negotiation rid of here. <laughs> Done. Move on. You Ray hate of it light. So much. Definitely right. Ray of light. One hundred percent on the list. Yeah. Lock that in. Uh, beautiful stranger. I'm thinking no. You're not into it. Oh. So for cutting songs out, right? Yeah, we already have too many, and you don't. You, we have to agree on this. I love. I, I don't Stranger. look, and I love the fact that it's with William Albert. But I just think you know, a song like a song like Beautiful Stranger. It's no way. It doesn't do anything on Ray of Light. Like right. doesn't touch Ray of Light. Yeah. And Don't Tell Me is a far better song as well. So if you're talking about the strength of later career songs, I would definitely be booting Beautiful Stranger out. It's a good song, 
don't get me wrong, I think it did a lot for her, but I don't think it's anywhere near Ray of Light or Don't Tell Me. And therefore, I think, you know, if we're looking at songs that have got to be off, like, that also means A Beautiful Stranger basically doesn't touch anything earlier in her career. All right. What, I think we have, vibe? well, I think it's great. I love it. But considering, like, where we are on a list and the ones that we already have on here, I, I agree. I don't think it was as, I don't know. I'm still sort of like, Papa Don't Preach and come mm. off there because I don't really care listening to that song all the time. Yeah. Yep. But, um, we also just have so many and I agree like I'd rather have Ray of Light from that era and, and yeah, don't exactly. and don't yeah. tell me from that part of her career so okay, and so, Hung Up is that going to get a look in or well we've got Don't Tell Me right and then yep. Hung Up well I think Don't Tell Me is definitely a keeper yeah. Don't Tell Me is definitely in there and then the next one we look you know I would prefer this used to be my playground instead of over Hung Up so Hung Up's out okay so then we still have 16 Okay, what are we going to cut out? I think we need to cut out some stuff from the earlier years. Like, I think we I need think to... We do too. I, I think, think we, we need, need to shave this down. I think I can get rid of Papa Don't Preach. And I know it's, like, such an iconic song, but we're looking at, mm. like, you know, or I could get rid of... Oh, I don't know. What are the question marks we've got there? Because we had a few that we question marked, right? Well, we question marked we this used to them? be my playground, and then we cut the other ones. <laughs> so... Okay. Um, well, yeah, look, I mean, look at it this way. I think Borderline, Keeper, Holiday, Couldn't Get Rid of That, Material Girl and Like a Virgin are all key songs and so is Into the Groove. I, You know, okay, I'm with you. I'd also say La Ila Bonita is, you know, for me personally, I prefer it over Papa Don't Preach. I think Papa Don't Preach is a very cool song, but it also is in the vein of Like a Virgin. Mm-hmm. Um and, uh, yeah, uh, okay, actually, out of those songs that we've just talked about, I would say Papa Don't Preach is probably the lowest on my list there. Love that. And, All right. And also, like, Like a Prayer as well is a better song than Papa Don't Preach, right? Like a Prayer is one of the very best. So. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and Express Yourself as well, we couldn't drop. So if we're going to drop one of those classic songs out of there, I think it is Papa Don't Preach. I think you're right. I agree. Okay. We still need to get rid of, like, three more. So, um, you know, I could definitely cut human nature. I feel like we could even cut out some even earlier ones still. And there is that whole retro don't hang your shit on me line, which is pretty cool. It's so good. I don't want to get rid of it. All right. Keep it. Um, I, I would rather get rid of material girl, material girl or like a virgin. I know. I know. I know. What do we do? Oh man, I can't. I can't. What do we do, Kit? We don't have many options here. She just has so many hits. Um, oh man, this is really gonna suck. I can't do it. I can't do that. I can't get rid of a material girl. She is the material girl. I said that in my intro. I can't get rid of what I included in my intro. No. Um, What about like a virgin? It's pretty classic, though, isn't it? Where does Crazy For You sit here? It's a great oh, song. Oh, it's so good. I don't want to get rid of that. I feel like that one also was like, like I kind of forgot about it. And then I'm like, huh? oh, man, yep. that, that didn't get enough. Like, it didn't get its day in the sun like it should have. I'm, look, I'm actually, le- so how many do we have to cut down? We have to cut down three. I think it has to be La Ila Bonita. Mm, then we don't have any off True Blue. We wouldn't, have, we wouldn't have any off that album. Okay. Yep. Fair enough. 
Fair enough. I see your point. Like, well, think of this, Kit. Think of it this way. When you're driving in, in your car or when you're just, like, hanging out, what Madonna songs do you actually want to hear and listen to, regardless of, like, you know? La Bonita. <laughs> yeah. So you have to keep it on there. Who doesn't want to hear that song? Um, I could lose Express Yourself. I think if, I, okay, I think if we leave Vogue in, we can take Express Yourself out. I mean, it's so good, but... But they're in the same kind of ballpark. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm, I'm good with that. I'm okay, actually let's... good with that. Okay, we're taking... So we've we're still just... got to remove two more, right? Yeah, and we were left with only Like a Prayer from the Like a Prayer album, but it's okay. I think that was the right move. I think that was the right move. I'm actually going to say something controversial here. Mm. I would like to put Borderline up for discussion. <sighs> I had a feeling you were going to go there. It's like these are the tricky conversations that we have. I actually have like, like Borderline this. more than Holiday. Nah, see, I yeah. love Holiday. Uh. Like, uh, it's my DJ go to. I can't not. Well, have even, <laughs> but like when Borderline comes on, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I, I, I prefer Borderline over Holiday. Might not be the popular okay. opinion. All right. Okay. Well, then we're kind of stuck on those two, aren't we? Um, we have to get rid of two, though. We have to. What have we got at the tail end? There's human nature, there's crazy for you, there's this used to be my playground, ray of light and don't tell me. I mean, I could get rid of this used to be my playground. I know you could. Oh, Mike's going to kill me. (laughs) Like, is it something that you want to list into currently on your Madonna's favourite songs list? Uh, I would like to make a formal apology to Mike, um, (laughs) but... He's going to stop editing this Mate, for us. this used to be a playground. It's done. It's off. It's yes. out. I'm sorry. I tried. <laughs> sorry. And it's not that we don't love it. It's just not the strongest. And this is what we're doing here. It's not, it's not an easy job. <laughs> sorry, Mike. So we have one left to cut down, don't we? We have one left. Do you want me to do a quick recap? The, yep. Borderline, Holiday, Material Girl, Like a Virgin, La Isla Bonita, into the Groove, Like a Prayer, Vogue, Human Nature, Take a Bow, Crazy for You, Ray of Light, Don't Tell Me. I'm going to thir- come back 13. to you on Take a Bow. No! No, no. Well, the, okay, then you tell, like, you tell no. me, like, what, you know, what's speaking to you? Because Take a Bow for me would not be on my list. I, no, I cannot give that up. Absolutely not give that one up. Oh, no way. You're fighting on this one, aren't you? I would give up Crazy For You to keep Take A Bow. Oh, and that's hard because I really like Crazy really For You, harsh. but I really love Take A Bow. Is there any other one that we could cut? I don't think there is, is there? I still say I would be okay if we cut Holiday or get rid of either Material Girl or Like A Virgin. So I just I feel like, look, I get it. But I also feel like we're just cutting them out for the sake of just getting the numbers down. And I think those songs are at the top. Mm. So I think it's between Crazy For You and Take A Bow. I feel quite strongly on Crazy For You. I just think it's such a good song. I do too. I'm I'm trying to think, mm. would would I have like Into The Groove over Crazy (gasps) For You? Oh, you were so strong on Into The Groove when we started this conversation though. Yeah. I still stand by... Holiday, Material Girl, or Like a Virgin, one of those could go. Like, I yeah. get Material Girl, I get Like a Virgin. I don't necessarily, like, want to listen mm. to them as 
much, but like Crazy for You, like I get like an emotion from that song. Yeah, look, I mean, if we're talking like, you know, if we weren't going to care about the latest songs in her career, I would be cutting out right now, Ray of Light or Don't Tell Me. What? I think we need to do this Strong quickly. Words. Um, but I think we need to cut down on. Uh, look, I, I don't know. You make the call on. Are you serious? Like, you make the call on like version of Crazy for You because both those songs for me are so good. Really? I, I'll, I'll get rid of like a virgin then because we can keep Material Girl and I kind of put those together. Okay, done. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it goes, folks. Do you just want want to run through one last time what we've gone for? Yeah, and count count them for me to make sure that we've got 12. So we got Borderline, Holiday, Material Girl, Into the Groove, plus Into the Groove Remix, which counts as one thing for our purposes. La Isla Bonita, uh, Like a Prayer, Vogue, Human Nature, Take a Bow, Crazy for You, Ray of Light, and Don't Tell Me. Is that 12? I think so. Okay, sounds good. Those are all going on our list, everyone. Done. (laughs) All right, thanks for listening. Thanks, see you next time. Thank you for listening to Favorite Songs By. You can find all episodes with accompanying playlist on Spotify at Favorite Songs By Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Favorite Songs By. And if you like what you heard, please share us with your friends. Favorite Songs By was created and produced by me, Nicole Pruch, with help from Kit Atkinson. Special thanks to our co-producer and engineer, Mike Santos.